Addicted Christian Community. Welcome to the podcast. Yo. We are back in the studio. And just, just vibing out. out. Just vibing out. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, mm. yeah. It's been happening, man. Oh, dude, you look pretty good in my jacket. Thanks, dude. It's a nice uh, woolen jumper. That's it's not it. a jumper. What is it? Jacket. Hipster eyes. Hipster eyes, mm. man. Yo. Yeah. Where we're at, we just got out of uh, lockdown. It feels That's it. good, man. Feels good. It feels good to be out. Man, I'm, I'm vibing so hard yeah. to this song. Love it's it. good, huh? Uh, what, what is it? Who's it by? John Mayer. New Light from one of his new albums. Oh, okay. Mm, it's good. Cool, man. I like it. I hope it doesn't get us banned from copyright or anything like that. <laughs> hey, it's instrumental, right? So Yeah. Absolutely. John Mayer loves us. That's it for sure. John Mayer, hit us up if you hear this. Yeah, we love your music, man. That'll be great. Awesome. We uploaded our first episode this week, didn't we? I think we did, yeah. Yeah, feeling yeah. pretty good. Feels pretty cool, man. I love it. Yeah. So good, so good. Yeah, all right, well, we'll jump right into the podcast today, all right? Yo, dude. Just plug this out. That's it, plug that out. I'll just turn your phone on silent. Huh? Put my phone on yeah, silent. Yeah, okay, so we go. Put, put everything on. You know, our listeners don't want to hear all your uh, all your messages, you know. Oh, messages. Dinging off. Ding. From, from all the ladies. <laughs> from the ladies. So likes to think. Yeah. From church. What's been happening, man? <laughs> Yo, dude, I've got a funny story. Tell me. I just went and got a haircut because, you know. Oh, after, yeah, after yeah. coming out of lockdown. Nice, nice. Gotta look fresh. Gotta look fresh. Gotta look fresh for the podcast. That's it. <laughs> 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 you know, gotta have those visuals looking good. Sorry, uh, speaking of which, let me just put my underwear back on. <laughs> <laughs> Convicted oh, Christian community starts with putting your underwear on. on. Amen. Number one thing to do in the morning. <laughs> So I only got a haircut, right? Yeah. And he was giving me sort of a fade, but he was like, "You can't go, you know, too high up on the up on the sides because mm. he's like you, the way your your face is contoured, it goes, you know, small to bigger. Yeah, up the top." And yeah. I was like, "That's because I've just got a big brain." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "He's an old Italian guy." So yeah. I was like, "You you funny boy." <laughs> Wait till he actually finds out about your intelligence. Yeah. 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 He's hung around me for long enough. Yeah, he, then, then he'll know the reason why. <laughs> I think he was just laughing in pity, really. He <laughs> 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 was like, oh, you think so, son. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, so if you're interested in seeing um, his haircut, you'll never see it. <laughs> and with that, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Today's topic is pasta innovation. Dun-dun-dun! Like eating pasta? <laughs> Linguini innovation. Linguine. Did, what are some innovative linguine. lasagna you see? <laughs> Putting linguini yeah. in a lasagna. Innovation. Okay, now please don't try this at home. We don't want our uh, listeners to take unnecessary risks, of course. That's for sure. What did you say? Pa- pasta. Pasta pa- innovation. Pa- pasta. Hey, pasta. Hey, pasta. Why don't you come pasta. on over here? Pray over our pl- problems. <laughs> Hey, pasta. Pasta. Yeah. Pa- pasta, or you Americans call it pastor. 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 Pastor innovations. You know, even even with the accents, you're still going to have to explain what, what are you talking about. What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> what are some of the innovative things that you've seen a pastor do? Right. Okay. To engage your congregation. Yeah. Get the congregation, like, following suit. What are some cool stuff? I want to challenge some pastors today. You know what? Every time we say pastors today, we're going to say pastor. pastors. We're going to say pastor. You pastors better pastor. listen up. Because I don't think pastors actually give, sorry, pastors get, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to cut this out. Sorry. If, if it's, if it hasn't been already annoying enough. 
Oh, this is what happens if we don't talk for a whole week. Yeah. Oh, praise crazy, God. Crazy, man. We actually go literally crazy. So what are some crazy things you've seen? I, I mean, this is a, this is an opportunity where we just go bare with just telling pastors to lift up their game if they're not being innovative enough and congratulate them if they have been innovative, okay. right? I kind of want to do the former because, you know, yeah. it feels good. It feels good. <laughs> just, to, like, just like bash them up a bit. <laughs> Just laying them. Just laying into lay it. On lay, it. Lay, lay it on the pastors. Lay it on. Right? Yeah, that's it. They're asking for it, man. They're standing in front of that many people, <laughs> you know, looking that stupid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're just asking for it. Really. Asking, <laughs> asking, asking for criticism, right? Oh, asking man. for a payout. Well, some innovative things. I mean, like, you know, with the advent of, I mean, just last week during the lockdown, we had a chat about online churches, right? Man, you have to get pretty damn creative. I yeah. think, like, the creatives ministry, like, if you see church from, like, back in, Whoop whoop to wait, that's more of a location, not a time. Back in like dinosaur days to like now, mm. like, you know, people used to meet underground around like a candlelight, right? But nowadays, like, look at Hillsong, man, like, there's so much flair, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yes, there is, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not here trying to talk about like, you know, innovation as in like, oh, wow, like, how much money have a church, you know, has a church spent into their, you know, audio visuals, that, that kind of uh-huh. stuff. I'm more like, you know, like, the Bible is filled with absolute mastery over language and persuasion mm. and, and rhetoric, right? Like I think I just that's one of the things that I love about reading the Bible is like uh-huh. the stories and the parables that explain things at such great depth that yeah. just makes you go, boom. Like it creates a little mini explosion in your head. Yeah. Go, wow, I've never seen it that way. And it's mm. beautiful. It's amazing. I mean, the, God he describes himself in how many different ways? Like um, he's, uh, 1,227. Oh, there you go. This is this is the <laughs> level of knowledge you're going to get with Convicted Christian Community, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you hit that subscribe. But no, seriously, seriously, dude, you know, I am the great I am, you know, I am the father. I am, There's yeah. so many, there's like a YouTube Our video. Way, yeah, sure. all that beautiful stuff, right? Mm. Like it's beautiful. It's beautiful what we find in the Bible. Yeah. You know, but in similar, similar token, like I've seen some pretty, pretty cool stuff that the pastors have done. And I just want to talk about it. Okay. Over to you yeah. first. I've talked too much. Yeah. Over to yeah, you. Yeah. Like, what are what's some, some cool stuff that you've seen? Things that what's some whack things that you've seen pastors do? <laughs> I feel like we use the word whack. I, I think I use it in the wrong way. <laughs> I use whack to mean something good and bad. Yeah. So, listeners, if you can figure out what I'm trying to say, you know. It's like the Christian, the it's, it's like the Christian <laughs> F word, isn't it? It means yeah. everything. Yo, it's whack. <laughs> yeah, yo, yo, whack that. <laughs> Oh, whack, no. <laughs> oh, whack, no. <laughs> that pasta was whack. Could be good, could be bad. Could be, could be bad. Nobody Who knows. knows. Yeah. <laughs> That's Jeez. for you to find out. <laughs> uh, what are some crazy, uh, not crazy, what are some innovative things I've seen? I've, saw, I've seen like a pastor when he's doing a sermon, like sing a song that he wrote, wow. which I thought, you know, obviously we have worship at church, but yeah. I thought that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. You know, when, when you mentioned this, one thing... T- Sticks out to me. I, I have seen a a person do a cooking cooking show. Yeah, right. On stage. Yeah. Where they were like baking different things. Yeah, right. Innovative, A plus, mm. like beyond you know what you'd normally see. Yeah. So props props to her for thinking out of the box. It's relevance to to the sermon or to anything Christian like. Gimmick. <laughs> Bare nothing. <laughs> like literally. I'm, yeah. It sticks out to, to me and my family. We went to that church mm. service that day. I reckon half the congregation might have walked out. And it was really? actually, yeah, it was it was a really, it was a bit of a turning point for our church in the sense of. Uh, Leadership direction. Yeah. 
theology. Yeah. I mean, we'd had issues Style. before. It wasn't mm. just her fault. Yeah. It's it's poor to, to blame all mm. on her, but mm. yeah, it was a turning point. <laughs> so, I mean, if that is it, I don't know <laughs> what would be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, the color of tablecloth. <laughs> it's either really the color of tablecloth yeah. or that, really. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> some people like blue. Some people like red. It's like blue. I'm out of here. No. <laughs> I've been to church, so I went to a pretty charismatic church, so, mm. you know, we had people speaking in tongues, prophecies, yeah. which I think for me, you know, growing up in our environment, it's it's not something new, mm. but like in a sense, I guess you'd say innovative because mm. you don't really see it that often. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, right. Mm. Uh, we've had our fair share of kids talks, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, we went to a church where the pastors and like the leadership did a really good job at putting good kids talks, you know. Really good. Yeah. yeah. Some some catch 22. You know, some of the newbies, they have a go and, you know, it doesn't really work out they intend to. But, you know, I've seen dogs brought on stage and, you know, <laughs> like. like real, I, I, real dogs. Yeah, real dogs. There was a dog that this this guy, he was like one of the newer ones, but he was a real intelligent kid. Mm. He was one of the younger blokes that did this kids talk for the first time. And he goes, he was trying to teach the kids one very simple message. And that's all kids talk, just one simple message. Yep. You know what? That's also sermon because you know, <laughs> to regular adult people. Yeah, it's like oh. uh, what, two, two, two points to take away from today. Sorry, can't process any more than one. Charismatic churches that talk for fifty minutes. I don't know how you talk about the one thing for fifty minutes, but somehow you do. <laughs> I think I think we broke Steve. Like, I don't know what's going on. He's just laughing. Oh man. Anyway, I've seen I've seen this guy do. You know, and I think he's an absolute gift to you know to be a to be a pastor someday, right? Like pastor. I think be a pastor someday. Yeah. He's gonna do really well, I think. He's he was very creative too. He was like he basically brought a dog. And he was teaching the kids this one message, saying, "Yo, you can't serve two masters," right? Ooh. So he was out the front. Yeah. And basically, he he had like many siblings, so he brought one of his siblings out, who was also a pretty young adult. Yeah. And they got to they stood on both ends of the stage, mm-hmm. and they put the dog in the middle. And they were both calling onto the dog and say, "Hey, come here." Oh, okay. Right, and the yeah. dog couldn't go to both masters, right? It could only, yeah, it could only go to one yeah. master, right? Boom, point driven, right? That's good. The the um, you know, the kids got it. Yeah. The adults the were just the, the adults were like, <laughs> yeah, Yo. pretty much explains it. <laughs> and they prayed and they just shut down the church for the day. That was it. Like, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it. It's, no, over. it's over. It's over. Everybody go home. <laughs> we we have been anointed for the week Vince now. Carter, go, it's go, over. That's it. Finished. Go home. See you later. So that was pretty good. Man, I've also seen stuff like on the internet, right? Because that's where you see stuff. And um, Michael Jr. Have you seen Michael Jr.? He's a stand-up comedian. Michael Jr. Michael Jr. Michael Jr., man. Like he's a pastor and he basically has a stand-up routine and he's funny, man. It's hilarious. He's a a pastor and he's got a stand-up routine? He's got a stand-up routine and it is hilarious and it's fantastic to listen to. And like you will... You will die laughing. What's uh, who's another one? Uh, this guy who has a massive dig at Christian music, right? John B. Christ, John B. C. R. I. S. T. Christ. No, 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 like a, oh, bro, oh, this this is this is the stuff, man. He's good. Yeah, I mean, these are some some creative innovative. I mean, he just has a dig on the Christian people, right? Wait, That's hey, what he can does. Can I just show you this? I just uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 chuck, like, chuck it in, chuck it in. No, no, I mean, it's just photos. So it's the it's the African American dude. Uh, you want me to get a, a video? Oh, why not? Let's actually yeah, have a li- have a listen of one of them, and then we can just All laugh right. at one of his jokes. But here's a little bit of Michael Junior. Let's have a listen. Can you hear it? 
That's so cool, man. Y'all gave me a standing ovation. Pastor Robert never gets a standing ovation. <laughs> Just make sure you mention that. I'm excited about being here. It's going to be so much. There's a lot of cool stuff going on. Yo, there's people in overflow, and then you in double overflow. Man, that's so cool. Get here early. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thanks for being here. <laughs> you just kind of just a little tight, a little snug where you at. That's all. It's cool. So we're going to have some fun. It's going to be so cool. There's people getting baptized. After this, you can go out. You can get baptized like, even if you didn't plan to get baptized, they're going to dip you anyway if you want. You just go back there. They got clothes, and they got all this stuff, man. If you see any black people getting baptized, I want you to really to applaud a lot, if you could, because um, we don't like water. I'm just going to put that out there. So I'm not going to say all black people don't like water. I'm just going to say all the black people I know don't like water. I don't know what it is about the water. I know with the black women, it's the hair. Black women do not want to get their hair wet. You could rob a black woman with a squirt gun. Take it, just take it, just, just take it, just take it. Just. I remember getting baptized. Let me tell you how I learned how to swim before I tell you about my baptism, right? I'm 11 years old, fishing off a bridge. The fish not biting. My dad comes over, he's like, well, let's have some fun. That's how I learned how to swim. <laughs> Fast forward like 13 years ago, I'm about to get baptized. I'm standing in the water, dude gonna push me, right? I'm like, you know what? I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready. <laughs> dude gonna push me again. I'm like, you know what? It's gonna be trouble in the water. He pushed me one more time. It's gonna be trouble in the water. I'm all creative. I'm like, wait a minute. So white dude, he got on a white sheet? I don't know if this is right. <laughs> Are you going to let me up? Are you going to let me up? <laughs> this is not an eight-minute baptism. <laughs> and when they baptize you, what do they say? In the name of the Son, the Father, the Holy Spirit, dunk you underwater. And I was reading the Bible that Jesus got baptized. I was like, well, what did they say to him? They was like, they was like, you, your daddy, your best friend. That's good, man. That's good. That's pretty funny. Oh, look, there, there, I, I, oh, look, there is a message to it towards the end. There is like 37 minutes. So. Yeah, this is 37 minutes. So, yeah, like, I imagine I, it would be a message there. If you yeah. want, if you find any sermon stale and boring, like, yeah. give this a go. Yeah. It will, and you know what? There is a message, and, and this dude prays at the end. Yeah. Like, he prays for everybody in the church. Actually, now that you remind me, man, there's a, there used to be a dude at our church that he's probably not as famous as this dude, but mm. he used to always crack jokes mm. in his sermon. Mm. So, and like, it just like he used to have everyone's attention. Yeah, absolutely. It was funny. Yeah, you know, people actually were engaged. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. Boom, yeah. Now they're paying attention. I really appreciated that. Yeah, I really sure. appreciate that. And and you know what? I love to see pastors actually make jokes. effort. Uh, yeah, jokes. <laughs> wonder why I love doing that. But I want to see pastors actually make an effort to actually connect with their audience. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think that's powerful. Right. And that's the gift that you really want to use for God's kingdom. Do you think it's hard trying to connect with people on a weekly basis? 
you know what? I mean, some could argue Whoa. we can do that twice a week. Yeah. <laughs> yo. Yo. Yo, that's yo. right. Fist bump Look, that. <laughs> woe, woe to the pastors who think that their job is a weekly job. Big time. Yeah, yeah. But they're preaching once a week, right? Yeah, you know but I mean? like they can connect with people in more ways. This is where the new innovation comes in. Yo, social media. Mm-hmm. How many people... How many people do you know engage with social media all the time? Oh, every almost everybody, right? Yeah. That's how we consume content, right? Mm. It's kind of the easiest ways to reach out to your audience. They have yeah. a direct relationship with your audience, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't pastors just create a one-minute video every day? Yeah. Just build a relationship with the people. Mm. Well, some people may argue, oh, well, that's because your pastor is not a celebrity and they shouldn't be followed like one. But no, it's... Look, yeah, and I guess there are traps of doing that, but there's also a trap of standing in front of people every weekend, you know, feeling like a star as well. Mm. If that's the if that's the risk that we want to avoid, then we shouldn't even give any spotlight to pastors at all. Yeah. But that's rubbish. I'm just saying, get him. Like I've seen some great stuff from social media from pastors, mm. where I've seen some great stuff, and I don't mean pastors coming out on social media and like doing a really really boring nobody's gonna watch bible study for like 80 minutes like that's not what i'm talking so about today yeah we're gonna open up the bible i mean that's cool and stuff but like you're just creating engaging ways i mean we do that for every other cause in life mm. to sell clothes to sell gimmicks right you know oh dude i was checking i was just scrolling through tiktok mm. and then there was this channel there was this hashtag called tiktok made me buy this tiktok made right. me buy it and it's tmmb Hashtag TMMB mm. basically gives you all this gimmicky stuff that you can buy. That looks so cool. And you'd buy on impulse and spend a thousand bucks just like that. Anything between from like 50 cent items to like bloody, you know, 50 grand items mm. that just make people go broke because they spend up, right? They yeah. do it for a cause like that. Why can't we share good news? And you know what? On TikTok, there are some great stuff as well. I've seen people pray. I've seen people, you know, unpack really dumb questions in really edifying and wonderful ways. Mm. And I see the creativity behind them. The way that engages not only the Christians, but also non-Christians to actually open up to these messages blows my mind, mm. right? And another wonderful gimmicky, well, don't call it a gimmick because it's actually a good thing. Another wonderful innovation <laughs> that you see from not pastors, but people with the good news of Christ. Yeah. Two guys getting together to do a podcast every twice a week. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Convicted Christian community. You heard oh. it right here first. Subscribe. Subscribe. That's it. That's it. You get what I'm saying, man? I do, man. Yeah. What, what would you say to people that say Christianity isn't supposed to be a fad? It's not supposed to be influential in that way. Mm. I would say Christianity has room for a bit of influence. Yeah. yeah. I, I, th- I think it does have a, a, quite a large room of influence. That's why mm. we appoint leaders, right? Paul, right? Look at the way he writes to the Church of Corinth, for example, mm. right? People are following, all right? And it's the leader's job to actually keep putting that glory back to Christ, mm-hmm. right? Not, not not my name will be glorified, but but his name be glorified, right? Like yeah. just do that constantly. And they're always under that scrutiny with A, God himself, and also his fellow Christians in the church, yeah? yeah? You feel me? Word. Exactly. And, but, so that's, that's actually not a bad thing to have. Second of all, when you're actually creating content, you're actually creating something for people to listen to. You're not just creating a fad, but you're actually building a relationship with these people. Mm-hmm. You are. You're speaking to them. You're speaking over them. Yeah. We have this edge to be able to do that because there's technology. Oh, social media is such a rubbish place. It's only rubbish because you watch rubbish on it. How do you think people can start on social media? How do you, th- how do you think people can start on social media? It's a fantastic question. Is let go of your reputation. Let go of yourself, right? Don't try to be perfect either. Just mm. be genuine. I mean, you're looking at two guys that are imperfect. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so you're saying just let go. 
just let go. I mean, a lot of the times that I, I, I'm a content creator in a, in, a, in a different platform and a different topic as well as this one. And one of the best things I've heard, I've, I've seen is just to take action on whatever comes to your heart at the time, right? That's not a bad thing to do, yeah. right? And you know what? We are learning animals, man. We're learning animals. You post one content, that's going to teach us something about the next one. It doesn't do well, try again. Yeah. That's it. You consider what these people need to hear. Mm -hmm. It's a selfless act when you actually post on social media yeah. as well. I mean, we have seen the likes of Logan Paul and Jake Paul where they just do whatever the hell they mm -hmm. want. But in some ways, they're actually serving what people want. That's why they have a massive following. Yeah. And they just make it seem like it's all about them. You know, I was actually watching this interesting... Um podcast he did with ksi yeah right you know because i was interested like they used to not not like each other yeah they did podcasts together i was like whoa, 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 watching. yeah i actually kind of got a bit of respect for that dude from that yeah you right I, I don't you know i don't particularly like his content yeah but the fact that he creates he's, he has to be creative every single day yeah you know doing that vlogging stuff every single day to think about what people want to see every single day is hard it's full-on it's difficult you're absolutely yeah. right and look we see a guy like him who we disrespect all the time, right? Like most Christians, I think, would yeah. quite quite easily. And yet he's able to, for whatever cause or conviction that he has in his heart, wake up every day and do the same thing over yeah, and over again and make it imp improvements on it. Unreal. Yeah. Right? That guy does it. Why can't our pastors? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. This is why we're called the convicted Christian community. Yeah. We've got a purpose. Mm. We, we there's no for no reason for us to be convicted without any cause or purpose whatsoever. Yeah. All right, now pastors, listen up. Listen up. Listen up, pastors. What's your conviction and what's your cause? What does that drive you to do? Does that drive you to sit and read more theological books so that you can sound smarter at the front of the stage? Mm -hmm. Or does it make you simplify stuff so that people can understand and come to understand who Jesus is mm -hmm. in a simpler and a more meaningful way, in an engaging way? Mm -hmm. That's kind of your job, isn't it? Yeah. To spread yeah. the gospel so that more people can hear it or the ones that have, have heard it can continue their relationship with the word. Mm -hmm. On a daily basis, on a regular basis, right? Why does someone's like, Man, oh, I don't know if I have the personality? Doesn't matter. Fix media. it. Fix it. Your personality is shit anyway. <laughs> Who says your personality is perfect for starters anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got a bit Gary V there. But you get what I'm saying, man. Like people go, oh, I'm just not that kind of person. You know what? You were never that kind of person. You will never be that kind of person with that attitude. Mm -hmm. You there, there is an element. Yeah, but you know what? People can refute me and say, look, that is some people are just different. I agree. But don't sell yourself short on what you can turn into, what you can develop into. Yeah. And if that's your job, if that's your role, that's, your, that's a blessing that God has bestowed upon you. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you? So what I'm hearing is, you know, we have a message. Yeah. That should be out there. Yeah. On the platforms that are available. Yeah. You may not feel like you have the personality for it, but that's okay. That's okay. Put it out there. Exactly. Don't wait. How many people have you seen that are just absolutely so awkward and weird? Yeah. That has gone absolutely viral. Yeah. For a cause far less greater than the love of Jesus mm. Christ. I mean. Mm -hmm. So what sets you what, what makes you different? Mm. And look, even if it's not millions of views, why does it matter if it's got a hundred views? There's still a hundred people that you reached out today that you couldn't otherwise couldn't have. Yeah. It's either that or you pick up the phone and talk to a hundred people and tell them about Jesus. Mm. That's aggressive though. It's weird. Yeah. Right? Or pick a hundred friends if you have them to mm. encourage them for the day. Completely fine. Mm. I'm not saying pastors don't do this. You know what? Actually, I am saying pastors don't do this. I actually, actually am. Sorry. I can't sugarcoat that. Some pastors just don't make an effort to engage with their community, mm -hmm. to actually connect. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just a weekend job, is it? Mm. It's a lot of money to be getting paid for a very simple job that happens once a week. Mm -hmm. Can't You can't tell me you're working on a sermon for an entire week and you do absolutely nothing else. Mm -hmm. That's rubbish. Yeah, yeah. You're looking after a community of people. 
That's like saying CEO's job is only to address the employees once a week. That's rubbish. They got to address shareholders. They got to address new business. Yeah, yeah, new clients. They got to they got to do everything. That's a CEO's job. Yeah. So if you think if you think CEO is basically you know CEO of a company is like the, it's like the pastor of a church. Well then, hey, you got a lot more things to handle yeah. than just say a few words. You know, I'm sure I'm sure there's pastors out there that that catch up with people during the week. Props and, to them. You know, yeah, running different studies and doing all that jazz and going and catching up with people. Like yeah, props to them. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I guess this is another avenue of sharing the gospel you know what I mean? and we exactly. want to be as christians we want to be as engrossing yeah and influential with the people around us as we can mm. and we just have to realize you know that we're moving into a social media mm. society yeah you know what I mean? like yeah. I, 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 i'm a perfect example like we, before we started this you know i kind of moved away from social media because it just wasn't for me yeah you know, i'm very old school like I, I i don't really look at like my facebook insta snapchat yeah. TikTok, all that jazz, Twitter. I don't even have, I didn't even have any of those. Yeah, you know, because I'm really old school in that way. Mm. But I was also like, you know, that that's where what 750 million people mm. have TikTok. Wow. You know? How many billion people have Facebook? Yeah. Instagram, same thing. Yeah. So you're telling me that those 700 million people don't need to hear the gospel? Yeah. You tell me those 700 million people who probably watch an average of three hours a day mm. of social media content. Yeah. Can't have a Christian message in that. Yeah, Come wow. On. Yeah. We can't. Oh, that's when I realized, like, well, you know what? There should be Christian content on there. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, oh, I don't know whether I have the personality for that. Mm. I, I don't know whether I do. Mm. That's not the question, though. Yeah. Like you were saying before, man, you just got to put that out there. Yeah. If you believe in a message you have, yeah. If you really believe that what you say is true, yeah. You'd put it out there. Put it out. Amen. Social media is probably easier than going and having a conversation with a person. Yeah. Because you at least can hide behind the... And that's yeah. why social media is so big in our society, right? Yeah, yeah. It's because there's none of that physical con- yeah. you know, interaction. Yeah, yeah. So you can hide behind that camera. Yeah. But you can say whatever you want. Yeah. You can say, like, you know what? I believe in Jesus. Yeah. You may not have ever even told your friends that. Yeah. You put that up on a video. Yeah. Now, 90% of your friends know that. Yeah. Like, boom. Yeah. You know? You've just missed that sort of physical interaction with them. But people would know that. Yeah. Then you can start going into actually, you know, you know what? I'm going to talk about why Jesus matters to me. Yeah. You know, I'm going to talk about why sin matters. Yeah. Why it matters that you turn away from sin. Mm. That's what passes, man. Yeah. This is an avenue. Yeah. This is an avenue. Mm. You know? Exactly right. It's not easy. And that's what I want you to hear as well is that, you know, out of Kay and me, Kay's obviously more of a social media <laughs> heavy person. Yeah. You know, he does it as part of his business and stuff like that and ventures outside of outside of this podcast. But for me, it was, I found it really hard. Mm. But when we had a chat about doing this podcast, there was something I was convicted by. Mm. It's a convicted Christian. Yeah. In a community. Yeah. <laughs> Subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Plug. Plug. Was I was convicted by this message yeah. that I know. Yeah. And that all my other Christian brothers and sisters know. Mm. And I was convicted that there's a platform for that mm. on social media. Mm-mm. You know, and I want more people to be out there, man. Yes. More people out there just sharing that. Exactly right. stuff. Well, it's either that or more tits and ass to fill up your feed, right? <laughs> Seriously, just, you know, you know, just putting it out there. There's a lot of rubbish on sto- uh, on social media. Um, yeah, it's just being real. It's just being real. It's, is. It is what it is, Money, man. Yeah. Money, wealth, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and and this comes more to light in the advent of the, um, man, I use the word advent a lot today. I need to just chill on that word. <laughs> 
it comes um, in the season of online churches. Man, I've seen some churches that go from just doing your you know, offline churches and to be honest, not even doing a great job. And then they start this like online church and then boom, they get all these views and they actually improve on that content, mm. delivering really good stuff, really encouraging stuff. You know, man, I used to go to an evangelical church. I got my freaking heresy antenna right out, you know, detecting full rubbish, yeah, yeah. you know, and I'm, and I'm listening to some of this stuff and I'm going, wow, like it's, that was really refreshing, mm-hmm. some of these things. And, and if you think about it, if you think about it equivalently, like the physical church in itself, sometimes they talk for more than half an hour and then, you know, you see, start, you know, you start to see some people doze off as well, yeah. you know? So yeah. I think, I think it's really interesting that we see some really great engaging content from mm-hmm from the internet and I've seen some great stuff come out of this and you know what it's and you know what I, I think it's I think it's a lot of things it's just not about the content but it's also about the implication of emotion people mm. say oh that emotion is so bad for Christian faith I'm like yes if it's all that but mm. if it is if it forms a part of you know your approach then I think it's really good as well oh, and I've seen sure. and I've seen some really great balances out there man yeah man and the greatest thing about online is that you can judge churches from one to another like so quickly because mm. you can just watch one one week the next you know another time and things like that mm-hmm. and uh, but you know whereas you go to a physical church and you can't really do much about it you know but I think that's the best you're going to get out of online church anyway because you can't you know build a fellowship around that and we've we've mentioned something around this you know last week already but mm. I think having said that pastors have a really good way to learn Here's something that I raised with my pre- previous church. Speaking of looking at different churches, is what's mm. called a pastor exchange program. Pastor, pa- pastor, <laughs> pastor exchange program. <laughs> pa- pastor, pastor exchange program for the sheep. Pastor. We have gone from a Christian podcast to a. a I mean, there's some references there. Agricultural. Right? Jesus the shepherd. <laughs> pastor, you know, we're all the sheep. You know. We're all the sheep. Yeah. It's like pastor exchange <laughs> program. Yeah, keep going. That's it. Ten <laughs> weeks out of the year, five weeks yeah, out of the yeah, year yeah. at the very minimum, mm-hmm. right? We get the pastors to visit other churches. Yeah, yeah. Just become the normal guy there that's new, be welcomed as a newcomer, mm-hmm. rock up to church 15 minutes early, all that jazz. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying as a newcomer would be, right? And yeah. then they listen to the sermon, they listen to the worship, right? Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All the leaders the same, music, music directors, all that kind of stuff. Go to a different church, see how it's done, mm-hmm. take notes exchange ideas right because if your church is doing really well it's especially a bigger problem for you because you'll be more demanded you know with work and you'll be you'll be more fixated with going to that church and that church only mm. and you'll you'll be bogged down in the ways of doing things that your church is doing and you're developing it in a way in a direction that your church agrees on blah 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 like you can get really bogged down in the style meaning that it has it has the potential to go real stale a cesspool of repetition mm-hmm. yeah Go check out some other churches, especially if you're a pastor. Yeah. Take notes on what are good, what are bad. Compare it with the way you do you where where you do you. Mm. People do that. People yeah. people look at even in commercial situation, in business, people look at the way other people perform and what's the difference between mm. them and you, so that they can make improvements on it. For what cause? To make more money. Yeah. To to make it better. Make it better. You know, one thing I I did think was weird when I came to this church that we used to go to. Yeah. Because you know how I went to it? I went to a charismatic church before that, mm. Pentecostal church. They always used to have like interim pastors or visiting pastors. Yeah. Through. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Well, no, I wouldn't say not all the time, but like they would, right? Yeah. You know, we'd get people from like from in America, from UK, from, yeah. from yeah. Malaysia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People from interstate. Yeah. So when I came to this church and they, they barely had it, mm. I, I did find out 
in, weird, you know what I mean? Mm. But it was like, uh, okay, it's not a big thing. Yeah. I don't remember, I reckon, two times that, actually two sermons that really stood out to me. Yeah. In like the five years I've been at this church. Yeah. Were from interim pastors. Guess, yeah, right. Guest pastors coming to preaching. Exactly right. One guy from Barber College in New South Wales mm. and another guy from Newcastle yeah. University in, in off in New South Wales, Australia. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic sermons, man. Great and stuff. Nothing against the pastors at this church, but fresh voice is also good. Yeah, look, novelty is not a bad thing. They yeah. say Jesus love, God's love is new every morning. You know what I mean? Like mm. novelty is important, it's refreshing, yeah. it's good. I reckon it helps keep the um your congregation engaged as mm. well. Mm. You know what I mean? Exactly like you right. Said, it just gets out of that. What did you say? Cesspool of repetition. Repetition. And tradition yeah. bogging down in the process. Mm. Here's the thing though. Yes, I totally get what you're saying about these Pentecostal churches, but yeah, hey, Pentecostal churches, charismatic churches, you're not off my hook. Mm-hmm. You're not off convicted Christian community's hook. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because y'all invite y'all invite the same type of pastors to your church anyway. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, that's you get me. Yeah, I get what you mean. If you're a Pentecostal church leader and you're you're a pastor, go to an evangelical church. Mm-hmm. Trust me, you you will pick something up that you're missing. I'll mm-hmm. tell you anything. Your evangelical church, highly theological, right? Maybe before an Anglican type. I'm sorry, I'm not talking about anyone in particular here. <laughs> um, maybe I am. Go and check out a Pentecostal church. Don't always disrespect them for all the dance moves that they have. You get what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's go, don't let that go. Like, there are ways that these people are touching people's hearts, maybe more than you will. Not the number is a big deal, but you know what? In a way that might be better than you deliver. And there might be something that you could learn from then and, and deliver, right? You might say, oh, but I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm polluting my niche in my church. Your church shouldn't be a niche, man. Mm. Come on. Mm. Your church should exist for the people, for mm. God's people, right? So I, that's that's my suggestion to the pastors out there, any leaders out there, church exchange program. Mm. <laughs> do, like a, do like a trade. <laughs> do like a trade, Like yeah. an NBA trade. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, it doesn't matter to any exchange. It could be like yeah. a church espionage program, if you like. You know what I mean? Because if you organize with the other church, then it's too much legwork. So just send your pastors out to spy yeah. on what other pastors, other but churches do. Just go do. learn. You go know what learn, mean? yeah. Just go, like you just said, just go and pretend to be a new person. Not pretend. Go and be a new, a new person, person. Yeah. at a church. And just learn, man. Exactly right. That's what we all do, like in our professions, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. For me, my 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 job yeah i'm constantly learning from other physios yeah exactly um, for what benefit <laughs> just to have just to have people with you know functioning backs that's a yeah. way crappier cause than going to heaven and having yeah. eternal life but you do it because you want to learn yeah I learn from as many different types of physios as i can keep that attitude pastors just, yeah yeah so pastors man just keep like go and go and interact with a pastor who's absolutely different to you yeah the way they do stuff is absolutely different but what is the same thing that you guys have mm. is you're convicted that jesus is lord and savior so there's something that holds you together mm. and then fight and find what what it is that holds you together and the, the inferences that you can get from that yeah you might go like actually you know what the way these guys do this thing at that church is so encouraging yeah and we're we've got so much work to do in yeah. that department i want to just bring some fresh air into this and yeah no church is going to be perfect. Exactly. I reckon sometimes congregations and pastors rest on the laurels of, oh, there's no church that's perfect. We're just going to have that in heaven. Mm. So we're just going to continue being stagnant. Yeah, like, we're going to yeah, on. we're going to continue being crap. You got to keep fighting for pursuing yeah. that, man. Amen. That's what that's what the gospel is. Pursue, pursue that. You're pursuing that in your career. Mm. You pursue that in your family. Yeah. You don't stay stagnant in your family. No way. You're constantly growing through all the challenges and 
good and bad in it. Yeah. You interact with other families and you learn what's good, what's bad. Exactly. Why would Friendships. you not do that with your family in God? So Amen. To pastors, but also to people in the church as mm. well. You know, if you have an opportunity, mm. go and visit another church yeah. and learn. Don't go there to judge them. That's mm. the worst thing you could do. Mm. Go with an open mind. Mm. Learn. Mm. Grow. Mm. God wants you to grow. He's not always going to have this particular niche of Christian yeah. come into the, <laughs> into the kingdom. Yeah. Guess what? All these different niches are going into the kingdom. Yeah. So you might as well try to learn now. Exactly right. And if you go to a church and you genuinely think it's crap, just don't do anything that they do. Then, that, you know, that there's your answer. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. There's your answer. And you know what? Something really ridiculous. Tell you a quick story. I spoke with a pastor that's been serving at this church for 10 years. And I asked him, how many different, how many churches have you been to the last 10 years? Like, oh, I've been to two other churches once. Which I'm like, two. yeah, two other churches yeah. once in the last 10 years than this one. I'm Were they like, from like the same type of, like, what's it? Yeah, uh, similar, similar stuff. Or? Yeah, similar kind of stuff. Anyway, I'm just <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. But that basically has taken us from like, wow, I've seen some really great innovative stuff from pastors to like, hey, pastors, you need to do this. Um, <laughs> we think you should do this. Yeah, we think you should do this. And and you know what? You know what? There might be some who just listen to this and be like, no, nah, I don't want to do it. That's okay. That's okay. Carry on doing what you're doing. And if you're doing it well, keep going. But there might be some that are like, you know what? There's something about there's that. There's something about this. Exactly right. And hopefully there's more people that would be keen on pursuing different ways. Yeah. Pursuing innovative ways. Innovation. Yeah. And and just that wisdom behind your ministry mm. that it is constantly at work. It's constantly manifesting itself in beautiful, amazing ways where mm. it results more people hearing about the love of Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Amen. That's what we want to see, that's what right? Want. That's what you want. Exactly right. And people who are existing in Jesus' love to actually continue their relationship in a deeper fashion. That's what you want. You know? Thanks for tuning in. It's a great place to end it. Catch you next time. Convicted Christian community. Peace. <laughs>